Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Podcasting Master. I'm Chelsea, and I'm here with Wade as always. And we are back with another movie review. This movie was a very big movie last year, sure was. and we are finally getting around to talking about it. No, it's not Oppenheimer. It's Barbie. <laughs> it's it's the better one. It's the better one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Come that, at that's me, fair. folks. No. Come at me. <laughs> no, no, no. 100% agree. The better the two. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to be talking about Barbie. And, and hopefully by now you've seen this movie or have access to go watch it, because you might want to go watch it by the end of this review. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yep. And because you can currently stream it on Max. It's one of the places you can check it out. And also, I think they're, at least at the time of recording this episode, they're doing like some little like little releases in like your theaters, maybe your area might be showing it again because of oh, award right. season, Oscar mm-hmm. season because of the nominations. So they want more people to see it. But yeah, I think it's worth it to watch. You know, it's just like right around that two hour mark. You know, some of these other movies that have come out recently. Also, it's shorter than Oppenheimer. So there you go. And that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, so let's just dive into this movie. Happily. Okay, so what was your initial thoughts when you heard this movie was happening? Well, like immediately, I was just like, I, I just thought it was kind of like one of those trend things. Like, oh, we're making mm. movies on this, that, and the Everything. other. Like, what yeah. could a Barbie movie, like, I mean, one, there's a million Barbie movies already, right? Like animated mm-hmm. ones and stuff. Like, yes. why why do we need a an, uh, live action one? But then like, not five minutes later, when I was like reading into like the announcement mm-hmm. of the movie and it was supposed to be like this whole thing and not just a live action Barbie movie, you know, it was, it was this thing. And I was like immediately very interested. Like I, I'd watch this and, and and then I did watch this, but I was saying for quite a while, like I, this, yeah, I'll go watch this one for sure. Yeah. For me, I was like, yeah, they're just making movies on everything. We're just making live action remakes or live action on this or that. Mm-hmm. You know, we already had that Rock'em Sock'em Robots basically movie with Hugh Jackman years ago. Of course, we're going to get around. Oh, to... I forgot about that. <laughs> Real was that like Steel? Real Steel? Yes. Oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> pass oh my gosh oh that movie but then there was like barbie okay and then like when i you know there was more information about the movie when you like when greta gerwig signed up for it directing with like co-writing it i'm like surely this will be good but i was still a little hesitant i'm like i do want to see this movie this movie is getting super hyped up like is this movie gonna live up to any type of crazy expectations like or is this (laughs) gonna be like they lied to us it's just a movie that didn't it's nothing but Yeah. yeah just yeah like the battleship. <laughs> oh yeah, there's another one. There you <laughs> <Battleship>. go. <laughs> For sure. No, I this movie. Wow. It it stands apart from any of those kinds of things, like completely. Yeah, like it really tries so hard because another thing too. Okay, I don't know. Another little sidestep, I guess. Almost, it's like I was never really that much of a fan of Barbies growing up. Like I had Barbies. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of played with my sisters, but it was always something I found boring. But like. I knew that Barbies were like a thing. Like, did you ever have like growing up, like your sisters or anybody have Barbies? Did you ever? Well, yes, we had we had Barbies at home, and I I did play with them because in my household, um, we had to share toys mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, and there was lots of hand me down toys, and there being two girls and one boy, I I had to play with girls' toys a lot, mm-hmm. especially at at the earlier ages. Which I'm um, my my mom did not push the whole like. That toys for girls, mm, that toys mm-hmm. for... We didn't have yeah. that thing. Because, again, she didn't want me whining that I didn't have toys. Mm-hmm. When we had all sorts of toys, just not toys that people were like, oh, those are boys' toys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I played with Barbies a little bit growing up. But I, I had them in the same respect that I had, like, like action figures and stuff like that, yeah. too. 
um i played with them both together so Mm -hmm. so just that Mm -hmm. familiarity but understand like yeah this was a thing that yeah we grew up with and even though barbie's been around for like way before we even existed so way before yeah students who are watching way before like (laughs) i'm talking like what 40 years before like a long time before us yeah at least like yeah no (laughs) we're not that old (laughs) our parents played with barbies growing up (laughs) but anyway yeah so Barbie's been in pop culture, like, we're clearly familiar with that. That's also another little, I don't know, point to make with that. And because, like, I grew up the Barbies and stuff, like, I knew a little bit about, like, you know, the different, like, the airplane or, like, the different, like, toys and stuff. But, like, this movie just took it all and said, we are wanting to just show you everything. <laughs> it was literally, like, Barbie pop culture vomit. Yes, yes. <laughs> Showcase everything that you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Which it works really well with some parts of the story, too, where we see, like, the rejects at time. We'll, like, we'll cover the story briefly, but also, like, Skipper, the, I think it was a pregnant Skipper, the random limited edition characters or, like, you know, dolls that they were like, yeah. mm, that doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. But those things actually mm-hmm. existed. They weren't just for, yeah. like, comedic effect in this movie. It was just, it's wild. The amount of detail in this movie is just incredible. It's one of those movies, too, where I think the more you watch it, the more you'll notice, like how much love and care they put into this movie. Oh, yes. There's, I mean, there's a lot of humor in the movie. There's a lot of, like, self-deprecating humor, too. Mm, Like, mm -hmm. on the Barbie and Mattel brand, but none of it is made out of, like, spite or hatefulness or just for the sake of making a joke. It's, Mm -hmm. you can tell, it's all made out of love. Yeah. And so... You have that going on, but you actually have a story and it's not just a like simple one note story. Like we see a lot of development from all the characters, lots of crazy things like Barbie may be the main character, but is she really the main character? Like we just Mm -hmm. follow a lot of different characters. Mm -hmm. So I mean, Barbie's the main character, but the whole point of the movie partly was how important is Barbie? Mm. Like in the grand scheme of like Barbie land and the grand scheme of the world, like how, how important is Barbie? Where does she fit into everything? Yeah, it's all more deals with too, like everything's connected to Barbie, but like individuality is an important thing, finding who you mm-hmm. are and like, yeah, one thing doesn't solely represent one thing and just... There's a lot of like existentialism, like this is basically existentialism, the movie, like, yes. and like modern existentialism <laughs> mm-hmm. too, not, you know, not throwback psychological stuff like current very modern talking points mm-hmm. like i this is this is an important movie for people to watch that's how i when i left the theater that's how i felt hmm. this is a movie to be watched by everybody yeah regardless of how you identify it's for everybody because there is there's a lot to think about for anybody who's sitting there yeah that's totally true. Yeah. This is a movie too where I almost felt like, oh, I wanted to give it a standing ovation just throughout the whole thing. Yeah. It was just like, wow, you know, it's taking something so simple, something just like so eye roll worthy initially about, oh, it's a Barbie movie. What are they going to do? And then it's just, no, like you're so right. It's going to make it, you question your very life. Yeah. That's what it's relatable. Anybody will, yes, question your own life after watching this movie. Mm-hmm. But I guess we could do a little brief synopsis for those who haven't seen it or hopefully will watch it. Yeah, that it shouldn't or, be, yeah. shouldn't be too difficult. It's not that. It's not that like on on the surface. It's not that complicated of a movie. Mm-mm. It's just when we when you dig into the meaning of everything. Oh Lord, there's a lot. We don't yeah. have podcast space for that. Um, we'll probably cover just we'll a little a bit of it. Yeah, just a, just a teensy bit, just mm-hmm. teensy bit. Yeah, I mean, because it starts out, you know, Barbie is living. Yes, in Barbie Land, Barbie rules everything. Barbie is the name of all Barbies. You know, that you have a couple of the like side character friends that are you know Ken Skipper. 
stuff like that. But Alan. Yes, Alan. <laughs> Ma- Mid- Midge? Midge. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Side so note, Alan. Oh well, no, we'll wait. I'll I'll get to the actors <laughs> later. I was like, no. I was like, go. oh, we'll save. Hold that. on. But hold on. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> But no, so we get we get the picture of what what it's like to live in Barbie Land, which mm-hmm. is just perfection all the time. Mm-hmm. Just a Perfect. party, like they yeah. don't eat or drink. They just they have their individual jobs, and then they they party. They have a good time, and then the next mm-hmm. day we do it all again. Yep. But then there starts to be some cracks, some things. Yep, which you see with some like flat feet, if you will. Oh my gosh! Perfect <laughs> for that. That was so funny, and just. Then going on a journey between the real world and the Barbie world. So mm-hmm. we see that mixing in with Mattel as a company to also which a mother-daughter relationship. Which was just perfect. Yeah, Absolutely perfect. That Mattel was like, you know what? Go ahead. Go ahead and do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which they said, I saw in an interview, uh, like Margot and Greta were, they were actually extremely nervous um, mm. when they went to have a meeting with Mattel. They said we would like, th- this is our plan for Barbie, but like, this is also our plan for Mattel? Question mark. Mm-hmm. yeah no you know it's it's amazing when you really think about that like that they got the go-ahead on this movie and that mattel put yeah. their name on this movie as well like mm-hmm. i think that's great it also shows that people yeah can have the idea of like kind of making fun of themselves but also like covering these bigger issues and allowing you to just mm-hmm. think about a deeper meeting so like i said you get a little bit of everything you find out like barbie discovers who barbie is a, as a person question mark slash doll to what is ken's place in the world to the idea of the real world with people with real issues like a mother and daughter trying to figure out who they are their relationship as well as who they are individually like this is yes because and it's that's a big it's a big hit to barbie to see the real world because in Mm -hmm. barbie land they think that the creation of barbie has basically solved all the world's problems as far as like equality and stuff goes Mm -hmm. like in barbie land it's a pure matriarchy Mm -hmm. you know but in they think that in the real world it is it's very 50 50 you know where somebody's gender does not assign them a place in society Mm -hmm. uh so when they get there (laughs) and barbie and ken have uh, from the second they get there barbie and ken start to have very different uh Mm -hmm. experiences in the real world like they're well like the very very beginning of it like when they're rollerblading through yes Mm -hmm. you know the area and like they're both getting like catcalled and stuff Mm mm-hmm but Barbie is like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, what? I'm is having this? all of these like all of these uncomfortable moments, and mm-hmm. Ken is just like, oh, oh my god! It's like, like I'm getting noticed. I love like this. I'm getting like, noticed. I, I love like, this. This yeah. is great. Yeah. It- <laughs> And that it just kind of it continues for a little bit. They they both kind of start to see each side. Mm-hmm. Like this is how men are in the real world. This is how women are portrayed in the real world. Mm-hmm. And because they've had those experiences and stuff, then they try to bring those back into Barbie Land, and that causes mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Causes oh, so yes. many existential crises by so many different characters. <laughs> Oh yes, oh that's and that's where like the the meat of the movie really comes in. Yes, because you know Ken Ken goes back to Barbie Land early. He studied, <laughs> he studied the patriarchy. Yes, and, and what horses. men are supposed yeah. to be in horses. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> and he takes all of those things back to Barbie Land without Barbie, mm-hmm. and he starts to change Barbie Land into Ken Land, mm-hmm. the kingdom, if you will. Yes. Um, <laughs> so when Barbie finally gets back, like. You know, it's not Barbie land anymore. She doesn't yeah. have her Barbie dream house. Nope. It's she has nothing. Not. Well, it's no longer a dream house. It's a what? Mojo Dojo Casa house. Yes. <laughs> Which 
also that whole scene's really fun and interesting too because like you have like the real world like the mother daughter and they're able to travel to Bar- barbie land because it was like well oh, yes. barbie and ken and everybody else can travel to the real world well it works the other way as well and oh yes. so it becomes yeah it's just interesting to taking like the learnings or whatever for barbie and ken in the real world back to barbie land that is now in the process of becoming yes the kingdom or whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> And then having the humans there and also using it as a place for them to work out their relationship and working mm-hmm. out what it means to... To be a woman be a, and, yes. and stuff like that, which is like the key to it all, right? To saving Barbie lands, yes. the realization mm-hmm. that when this is what it means to be a woman in like modern times. Mm-hmm. They have to free free barbie land from the kins which they find is not terribly difficult no so but like the the ending scenes are so good and Mm. in a variety of different ways wow you get the fun things where like the barbies are like infiltrating and like you know unbrainwashing the women and stuff like that but then you have you have their plan going into action you see all the kins like breaking apart over Mm. each other and stuff like that fighting each other you get the magnificent all of musical that is scene amazing um yes where the kins are fighting each other and it's all like there it's like silly fighting but then it evolves into like interpretive dance yes and it's so like it's such a modern way of looking at things and i love like artistically i loved that mm-hmm. um <laughs> and before it brings it right back down to like the pop the <laughs> pop standard you know i i like that a lot and then you and then and then the, the ending ending comes in and it's very like extremely grounding (laughs) yes we've done all these fun silly things let's settle in and get to the core of the problem here Mm. you just like want to cry for 30 minutes Ugh. yeah no it's crazy the way that like this movie hits emotionally too like and it hits like all the like and it has those moments where you like it doesn't try to like bring you down like constantly that's why you have all these little bit little like light-hearted quips these awesome dance yeah, numbers battles and stuff and just and that's that's such a thing I, that people it's it's what happened a lot of but like the point of the movie was not to make anybody feel bad mm-hmm. about how the world is about how they themselves are like quote-unquote supposed to be portrayed in the real world it's not to make anybody feel bad it's it's empowering for everybody and that is not how everybody took it Mm-mm. which really that's that i think that's a sign to be reflective on yourself and you know how 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 can i do things differently stuff like that but like as a man as a gay man first i guess but as a man never once did i sit in barbie and become uncomfortable because of like how men were portrayed and the patriarchy stuff and things like that i never felt uncomfortable because i was like yeah Mm -hmm. like for sure now as a gay man that's a whole other thing like right because gay men don't can sometimes but don't necessarily fall into that Mm -hmm. patriarchal they're like the allens in the situation not not a hundred i can't i hate putting people in any kind of box but there are gay men who do have um extremely masculine roles about themselves and like you know they believe in the patriarchy there are men who are very condescending gay men that are condescending like that but i I think those those numbers are much fewer Mm -hmm. than overall yeah like we're seeing with alan because alan just like kind of just like works together with like everyone and he has that place where he's like he's part of the kins because he's a boy and Mm -hmm. he's kin's best friend you know yeah but he he doesn't he sees a society where they all win 
mm-hmm. you know, it's not about Ken versus Barbie. It's about can we just get things back to mm-hmm. how they're supposed to be? Because that's yeah. how things should be kind of situation. Mm-hmm. The betterment for everybody. Yeah, because it's like you said, it's a movie that like anybody can watch. And there's a lot of feelings involved. Too. I think it's just people need to like, in general, I think try to forget like, you know, yes, it's a Barbie movie, but because it's about Barbie, but it's also about so much more else. And just like coming so to it with an this, open mind. Barbie's it's the just... vehicle for a lot of mm, mm-hmm. self-reflections and perspectives and things like that. Yeah. Which I think was so amazing in general watching this movie because it was just like, I have high expectations this movie will do something different or something interesting, but like just seeing how it all plays out. And I think it just does such a good job. Mm-hmm. Also, I think what really adds to this movie too, which gives you those moments of like that adds to the actual like comedic elements or the like the, those moments where yes, you get really introspective. It's just because of like the cast. Like they picked a really great cast for this film. It all, this movie only worked because the cast they were so they were self involved in the creation of their characters and stuff like that. Yeah, like it. I could not imagine a a Barbie movie without Margot Robbie. Oh my gosh, no. Or Ryan Gosling, or even Michael Sarah. Like oh even my gosh, Michael Cera. I I love this. I loved him in this movie. <laughs> like I was like, wow, this role is. I mean, also with Will Ferrell as a CEO, like even that with just, Will Ferrell, like wow. And then I love America Ferrera, so I was actually really surprised to see her in this movie. Oh, I didn't me quite too, know she. Was. I was like, oh sure. my gosh! I was like, I love yeah. this. And it was, was a like, surprise yes. to me too. I knew she was in the movie, but I thought mm-hmm. she was a Barbie because that's kind of how she was portrayed, mm-hmm. like in the promotion materials. But yeah. then I had forgot. I forgot about it when I watched it. So when you see her and she's like, oh, she's the human mom. Like, yeah. Oh my god! Like okay, and she ruled this movie too. Like. Jesus. Oh my gosh. But like everybody, Kate McKinnon, the perfect oh my role, God. <laughs> weird Barbie. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> Oh, weird Barbie. You love her so much. Oh but I, I also just love Kate McKinnon too. Like she just yeah. played herself. No, she's great in everything. It just always puts a smile on my face when she pops up somewhere in anything. Oh so yeah. Oh yeah. We also had uh, Issa Rae as president barbie as president barbie oh my for gosh sure. perfect love that mm-hmm. i mean like there's just i think there's probably other people that i'm totally forgetting that were in this movie but there like, was a lot of people wasn't do was it dua lipa oh yes yeah, she she's a mermaid right i think so I think yeah. that, that was her right i think yes no her. she was in that movie and then well, we have simu he's also one of the kens oh of course he's oh, like the rival ken loved it but there's a bunch of other Kins who are like also like pretty big name actors mm-hmm. that take either Ken side or Ken side. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I, yeah. I they they had so many good actors for Ken when it was like Ken the almost every single Ken could have just been played by some dude, you know? Because mm-hmm. stereotypic Ken, Beach Ken, however you want to label him, he's the only one I think who like mattered mattered question mark. But there were so many sidekins that were like portrayed by all of these bigger actors too. And the role that they play is not that besides just being there. Yeah. And I think it was also interesting with that, what you mentioning like, you know, of just having like super stereotypical or just like, you know, whatever, but having these interesting people play all these characters is that like, we've talked, we like, we just listed out quite a few bigger name people that were in this movie. Like, I mean, they all don't look the same. Like it's just showing that like Barbie and Ken like are representative of like everyone. There's lots yeah. of Barbies, but like they all do different things. It just, you know, not everybody's the same and not like, but we have like, you know, Margot Robbie is the stereotypical Barbie, which is the whole branching you know, off, which we also deal with mm-hmm. that about like, what is that even mean what does that even mean for her but also that 
Barbie is just Barbie and we have all these fun other Barbies, all these other people playing Barbies doing all these different things. We have, like you said, all these Kens, the Kens trying to figure out who they are and not everybody is, which I think was also great. And I think also helped too that this movie wasn't like completely CGI'd and we just had like clones of like just Margot Robbie and <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, for real. Yeah. I mean, like it probably would have worked, but it'd been a very different movie, but just... It would have been a very different movie. Yeah. A lot of personalities, considering they're like basically playing a variation of the same person, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like everybody shines in their roles Mm -hmm. because Ryan Gosling, I think I keep trying to think of because I've like heard some like different people who almost played like the main Ken and stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I'm like, no, he was perfect because he made me feel like him. Yeah, that annoyance, but also that like cheering (laughs) for him, but also just like, oh, my gosh. Like, when Barbie's sitting there and he's like, like, what am I supposed to do? Which is like, oh, Ken. I'm like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how you feel about Ken, like the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> for real. But no, Margot Robbie also just like completely perfect for that role. Like, and it doesn't even seem like she's acting in some ways because she's just so effortless yeah. in her acting. Like, she is uh, amazing. She's just, like, oh my God. Just uh, I watch her in anything. I really would. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what she said like recently? No. About taking a break from acting because she feels that like people are like sick of seeing her and everything. Aww. And I'm just like, dude, you've been in like three things. Don't go nowhere. What are you doing? I mean, you've just been in projects that you've been killing it. So I mean, like, yeah, yeah they've all come sure. out in the last couple of years. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, take care of yourself, though, if that's what you want to do. But no, I appreciate her. And this is great. To, she can, she's been in so many different types of style of roles, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's really cool to see her variety and acting. But so we both watched this movie like we watched this for the first time last year when it around the time it came out right and then mm-hmm. we both watched it again recently i think to kind of like have more fresh take in our oh, minds yeah. have a recent take on it but um, yeah. I, t- I don't think my take changes at all i felt extremely strongly about it when it came out like i left that theater house and i was just like holy crap like my brain didn't settle down for forever i was in tears during parts of it mm-hmm. like and it was the same thing. I sat here in my living room and watched it by myself. And it was the same from the get go. I was still just like, yep, that still hit. Oh, that part hurts. Yep. Here we go. you like, everything was right where I left it, basically. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Like the first time I saw it, like, I was just like, wow, I was just trying to take in every little thing. Like, because there's so much to take in, not even just from like mm-hmm. the production design, costuming, the characters, the things they say, and just like, I was surprised that I was able to appreciate it even more the second time and just being like, wow, it still hits. And also just picking up on it was some like, little things. It was like, like cozy it, the second time. You know, everything was new the first time, but the second time it was just like, yeah. Yeah. I almost felt like I was able to like, yeah, like kind of almost slow down a little bit the second time because it was just like going, 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 trying to like just like soak it all in at once. Not that that's a problem, but it's also just it's mm-hmm. really great to, you know, to have those movies you could watch again and again or just appreciate that mm-hmm. second third whatever time watching it and just it makes it it's a good movie it makes it a good movie to be able to do that absolutely yeah yeah and oh another thing to mention about this movie is really interesting is that like with those slower moments and stuff with like barbie like going through like what it means to be who she is and everything we see these glimpses where she meets this older woman at different points oh my gosh uh like when like the lady sitting on the bench yes that's a part that's a part that's made me cry twice now like not like ball or anything i just get she's sitting there and the old lady's like reading the newspaper next to her and she just looks over at her the old lady looks back and like barbie just starts crying Mm -hmm. and the lady's just like what's wrong and she's like you're just you're so beautiful 
Mm-hmm. And the lady's just like, I know it. And I was like, yeah, you like, go Like, oh, there. my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. we see her again at the mattel headquarters and stuff and like it's slowly revealed that this other little story going on is that like this person is supposed to be ruth handler Mm -hmm. the creator of barbie one of the like few women ceos of the company yeah right yeah Mm -hmm. but having those moments to connect and just having these other conversations like especially at the end like wow oh that conversation with ruth at the end like that whole the entire movie leads to that one like you can feel it all culminate like when they're holding hands and stuff you can just like feel everything just yeah it's just and like nothing crazy going on in the background they're just like in a simple like blank space just talking to each other it just draws you in with that and You'll see what happens at the end. I don't know if we'll talk about the ending. I know. I think the ending probably. I would leave it. No. (laughs) Let's let people. Let's Let's let people people. discover that. But it was beautiful. Yes. Definitely beautiful. Yes. Is there anything else? Um, I liked the music a lot. The soundtrack is pretty. It's just fun. Yeah. It's just it's just a fun soundtrack. Oh, speaking of the soundtrack, also talking about like the narration. Oh my gosh, is that, who is that, Helen Mirren? Yes. Helen Mirren narrates the whole movie. One of my favorite parts is like, is in the middle when Barbie is like really breaking down. Um, Mm -hmm. And America Ferreira is just like, you're going to be okay. Like, we're going to fix things and whatever. And Barbie's like, just like crying and she's a mess. She's like, I'm not beautiful. And then the narrator cuts in and she's just like, side note to (laughs) producers. (laughs) Um, Margot Robbie is not the actress that you want to make this part <laughs> work. <laughs> I was like, yes. But, um, but that just reminded me talking about the music with like, and like, yeah, the narration by Helen Mirren, but also some of the songs are like the kind of twists, like, especially at the beginning of the movie about like, you get, commentary. You get like, you get like the, the pink Lizzo song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get like the other version of it when Barbie's thoughts and feelings start to shift. Yes. <laughs> K, death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just all those lyrics are just so fun with that. But then you also yeah. have like, yeah, some other slower, more like more powerful songs, but also like the fun, like musical numbers. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not that, a great The dance scene there at the beginning is just, is absolutely iconic. Mm. Like if, I, if I'm scrolling and I come across like the actual scene on TikTok or it's like people doing the dance, I have to watch it. I have to. It's just so smooth and it just fits that moment so perfectly. Oh my gosh. It's great. Mm-hmm. But you know, in, in the soundtrack is up for some awards and some of the individual yes. songs are also up for some pretty major awards. So, which I know like Billie Eilish's What Was I Made For has already won a few times. Mm-hmm. I'm Just Ken has won at least once. Yes. At this point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is it's just fantastic. I know a lot of people wanted I'm Just Ken to win over What Was I Made For? Hmm. And I can make the argument at any time, because almost always they're like up against each other. And I could I could argue either way, but I think it I think it's a stronger I think that what was I made for, it is a stronger song. Like mm-hmm. I would agree. It may not be as fun because it's not supposed to be a fun song, like I'm just no, Ken is. But it's like powerful but and just It's the like point of the emotional. movie. It's yeah. the whole yeah. It's the musical point. And you, if, and, and, oh, this second time I've watched it now, mm-hmm. listening to the movie soundtrack going through the movie, they work that 
well, they work several of the the pop songs melodies into the score of the track. Mm-hmm. Um, the Billie Eilish song is not the only one they do that. The Dua Lipa one for the big dance scene mm-hmm. that's in there several all over the movie, all over the place. But the Billie Eilish song is also there. It's it's harder to pick out. It's much quieter. It's not as in your face as the yeah. dance track, but it's there. It's there a lot. That's really cool. That's just another like extra tidbit to like add more to the movie it's just to have those like reoccurring little bits and Mm -hmm. stuff to reinforce some of those scenes and what's going on in the story and yeah no like i said yeah no they're both great songs but yeah very different vibes and everything and i think Billie eilish might win another oscar we'll see yeah i think she might too Mm -hmm. we'll see yes (laughs) but yeah no i mean soon yeah because barbie yeah like i said has they've already had a lot of awards so shows so far but yeah this episode will come out before the oscars so we know that Everybody will be buzzing about it. And if, yeah, for real, watch it if you haven't already. But I don't know. I'm not sure it'll win all the awards it's up for, but it's definitely deserving. That's okay. It's, I mean, it's not, it's, it's fine. It's not a movie that's here to like devastate, you know, the awards. It's not, you know, it's, they didn't make the movie to be a piece of art, you know, in that, in a way that a lot of like Oscar movies are. I think, I think anything that they get out of it, I think is, it's just gravy. Yeah. No, it's just really good to have that recognition and an understanding like what went into this oh, movie. Oh, good lord, yes. Overall. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. incredible. And I think, yeah, there are some of those specifically with the Oscars, some nominations that didn't get. And I think it's, I don't know. I feel like, you know, we don't always know what's going on behind the scenes with the voting. Like, honestly, some of them could have been super close. Like, there were some movies that, like, yeah. we consistently saw in those getting additional nominees and everything. So, yeah, I don't know. Because you only get you only get so many nominations. And and if I would have, I would have made sure that, like, Greta and Margot got put in those categories because I just couldn't. That's the thing. Like, I, I think they deserve to be there 110%. I have seen probably very little other movies that are like up for Oscars. Mm. So I would have a not unbiased opinion on like why they should be there compared to other ones. It's just that the swing of the pendulum that they caused, you know, like that's the reason I think that things like the Oscars are there for it's to bring those things to light in such a strong way. But again, I, I didn't put the things together. I haven't seen the other movies more than likely anyway, you know, I'm missing out on a lot, but I do feel very passionately about this yeah no i've seen specifically with the best picture nominees i've seen all of them except for the zone of interest and so it's just interesting to see which ones were nominated for what because some of those best picture nominations like not all of like the people starring in those actually got like because i mean you only have like the five for like each like leads and like male female and supporting and stuff and some of those are from other movies which i i did see some of those recently and like it's crazy because we did have some really big people this year giving some really crazy, powerful performances. And then we also had some mm-hmm. people who also weren't recognized as well as Margot Robbie and stuff like that. And I just think it's hard because you have the 10 for the best picture, but then you only have like the five for those categories. So people right, are always right. getting shorted. But no, it's mm-hmm. I think we saw a lot of great performances. Isn't this it year. didn't um like I haven't looked at the full list. I'm kind of going off of what I've heard. Mm-hmm. But didn't like Saltburn like not get really put up for like anything? That's correct. Specifically with the Oscars, it wasn't nominated for anything. Yeah, yeah, and that's, to me, that's crazy. But again, I I don't typically watch movies that are, like, meant for the Oscars. I'm like, you you cover that base every, like, year after try, year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, kudos to you, for sure. 
I just, I just watch what I want to watch. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I mean, some of the movies are definitely ones that I want to watch, but it's also just kind of a fun game, too, to be like, let me see if no, I can watch sure, all these. No, for sure, yeah, then, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, it's, I don't know. My only thing is, I just hope it was something behind the scenes that we actually had, like, a really big split between a lot of people, and it just ended up that, like, somebody just got, like, an extra couple of votes more, and that's why we didn't see them in the lead for that. But I don't know. At least in our episode right now, we're acknowledging we loved you, Margot Robbie, Excellent in this movie, like Greta Please Gerwig. Don't leave acting. Excellent directing, like yeah, <laughs> you know. But do what you need to do for yourself. But yes, we we appreciate your acting for sure. But just yeah, excellent movie all around. Oh yes, you know, like it popped up as like a sale movie, like uh-huh. for like Black Friday, and I snatched that thing up so fast. Yep, that's a, that's a forever movie right there. <laughs> as it should be. Well, I think we covered a little bit of everything. Is there? Any other I final think we did. No, I mean, like if people, if you haven't, if you haven't watched it, just go give it a try. Like it's not going to hurt your feelings. It's not there to <laughs> destroy your life or anything. It's a fun movie with lots of good points and maybe, maybe a few tears too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, you know, it's like what, just like right under two hours, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And it goes by fast too. It's a fast yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. So just, yeah, listeners, give it a go. But I think that'll do it for this episode. So thanks so much for listening to this episode, talking all about Barbie. Let us know if you've actually already seen it and what you think about it. What's your favorite part? Who was your favorite little cameo or a censor? Who did you love to see in this movie? Let us know. You can find us all on social media at Pod Demastered, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, you can also send us an email at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com. We are quickly approaching our 100th official episode, which will be in mid-March. And we are we are two episodes away. Yeah, so, uh, you know, if you have any feedback you want to share with us, things you want us to cover in the future, questions you have for us, we're going to do a Q&A. So anything that you want to ask us, send us our way on our socials, send us to us on an email. We would love to hear from you. And with that, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode, and we hope you tune in to the next one. See ya. See ya.